Welcome to BDO's Legal Tech Talk podcast. We're joined by judges and legal professionals to discuss emerging trends, regulatory updates, and the latest headlines. We'll provide tips to help your law firms and legal departments make the most out of legal tech. Hi, everyone. I'm Jared Crafton, BDO's Forensic Technology Practice Leader. And I'm Daniel Gold, BDO's Managing Director of the Enterprise eDiscovery Managed Services Practice. Let's get started with this episode's exciting topic. Hi, Brad. Go ahead and tell us who you are, sure. where you work, what you do here. Great. Well, thank you for having me. My name is Brad Chaffel. I am a senior manager of electronic discovery and litigation support for Sullivan and Cromwell. I've been with the firm for almost five and a half years now. But you've been in discovery for quite some time. Uh, yes, I have. In fact, I realized that this month, March, is my 30th anniversary of working in the profession. That is something. 30 years. 30 years. Does, does it feel like, you know, sometimes they say like one year in e-discovery is like seven years, right? For, yeah. <laughs> dog so, years. Dog well, years, right, right. Sometimes. Yeah. It definitely, it definitely has had those moments. It's not always the easiest profession, which I think we know. We but do know. obviously, I think it's a good one and a great one, or I would not have been in it for, for 30 years. So when you think about what you started off as 30 years ago, like mm. there was no such thing as e-discovery. No. It was just, we have discovery. Right. right. And please, you know, I'm in that camp. I'm definitely in that camp and I ask for everyone's help. Let's get rid of the E, let's retire it. Let's retire There's it. There's just discovery. We're back to where we started. There's only discovery. The pendulum has has swifted back in the other direction. Absolutely. Right. We are there. We're just, we're just discovery. Right. Well, right. I challenge anyone to show us discovery projects that don't, that are not electronic. That's show true. me the client that does not have a computer and why differentiate at this point? Right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> we, what we should do is revert and say, if you've got paper, we call it P discovery. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, BE before electronic. That's right. <laughs> so how many legal weeks have you been to over the years? So you've been in the business for 30. 30. I cannot recall off the top of my head how long we've been doing. It used to be called legal tech, but well, it did used to be called legal tech. That's right. And I could not for the life of me tell you how many total I've been to. I know I've been to at least 16, the last 16, mm -hmm. give or take, you know, with, with pandemic and what have you. But I realized that during my, my first job when I was a paralegal and it was before Windows, we were in a DOS-based world, I attended Legal Tech then looking for a docketing software. So- Is that right? Yeah, I go back- Maybe not the full 30 years, yeah. but, you know, definitely almost. So what was that like? I mean, how many people showed up to the one that you can recall mm. being to? Because we're talking like there's over, well over thousand oh, people that showed up now. No question. It was much, much smaller. Right. And I feel then I worked for a very small law firm also. So it was, I think, a little bit different in that you attended to solve a problem or to educate yourself. Now it's a little bit like homecoming weekend, right. it is. you know, it is. seeing a lot of old friends and, yep. and new faces and still learning new things. But then it was really, it was a tech show, you know, as I recall, and you were going to, to purchase something or solve a problem because, you know, technology in the legal space was just starting to ramp up and pick up speed. It was right when Windows 95 was hitting the industry. And that's amazing. Yeah. So uh, it was different. It was very different. It was definitely nothing like what we see today. <laughs> <laughs> today is very interesting. So now, is this the first one 
that you're at since the pandemic? I did come last year. So this is my second since the pandemic. And what was that like when you were here last year? Was it was it marketably different? Was it people were so relieved to see each other in person again or People were. People there yeah. was there was a sigh of relief. There was that collective release that people felt, but it was muted also because there was still a mask mandate. This year it does feel like it's very much back to the way it was pre-pandemic. It's a party. It's a scene, man. It is. It is. It's interesting. So I was not here last year, but this is my first one uh, in four years. Mm. And I used to go every year. So to me, this feels like it picked up where we left off. Absolutely. So what are you looking to gain from a knowledge perspective, right? So you come here, you said, you know, started off as a problem to solve. Are you looking to solve a problem or what kind of knowledge do you want to take out of this Mm. week? I'm a tough sell in that regard because I'm always looking for the knowledge that I don't already have. Mm. And it sometimes becomes difficult. Those of us who work day to day in the industry could very easily perhaps be a panelist, be the ones sharing our knowledge with the audience. You know, so who is presenting or speaking or has something that we're not experts on ourselves yet that we are not running into? Or who else is running into the challenges day to day that we're experiencing that (laughs) I think to the early days of discovery and with support where we would do lunch and learns as a community, as an industry. And, you know, you sort of went around the table and what are you struggling with? And, you know, what is this group wise email as opposed to this outlook email? Uh, Gotcha. Um, (laughs) You know, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the like minds or someone who's maybe just a step ahead of me who can, you know, bring me along and tell me what I don't already know. So that's interesting. I look at knowledge Mm. as the gift of giving. If you accumulate all this knowledge while you're here, what happens is if you keep it to yourself that I almost feel like that's very selfish, (laughs) right? Right. I feel like we can all take knowledge that we learn and then pass it on to other people and we can make other people better. So my question to you is, so you learn what Mm -hmm. you just described What's your plan to be able to give the gift of knowledge to other people when you leave here at Legal Week? Well, my role in my career as, you know, as a manager, as somebody who leads other professionals is to share that knowledge. I mean, Mm. that in a way, that's my only responsibility, my only role. You know, it's no longer about me. And, you know, it's about the next generation of our industry and our community and sharing what we know with them. So I'll take what I learn and bring it back to the firm. Or if I'm, you know, any of my networking groups that maybe I'll be speaking with, I will share it freely then and there. Because I think as an industry, we are better for it when we when we do share what we know. Hopefully then someone else that I'm speaking with will share what they know and fill in any gaps in my knowledge that I don't already have or cover those things I don't know that I'm missing. It's a good way to leave it. Mm-hmm. Brad, thank you so much for stopping by the podcast studio. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. Thanks for joining us on BDO's Legal Tech Talk podcast. If you're enjoying these podcasts, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe for more episodes. Head over to BDO.com for a list of all our episodes, transcripts, resources cited, and links on how to get in touch with us and continue the conversation. Until next time, this has been another episode of BDO's Legal Tech Talk.